Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
אנשים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. Thank <laughs> you. 
Inshallah, 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 Inshall
Wie die Tat sein. Oh, so macht die Samara, 
J.M. in the A.M. Friday morning on the Zerub Shabbos. Uh, long list of music, lots of material so far between uh, Regesh and Modani and this Baruch Levine selection. You heard Baruch Levine with Margi Shin. Samach was eighth day. Yaakov Shweki's Inshallah. Yesh Tikva from Benny. Mordechai Shapiro's Lee. Mamin was Yaakov Shweki. Uh, bench Bench from Avremo. Chaim David Burson and Kulanen is Amer. Od Yishama, Derech Achim. Michal Przansked, Mitzvah Haba. Arye Kunstler, that was Moda Ani, Na'avor from Simcha Liner, and of course Regesh, Moda Ani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a, what is today? Friday! It's Black Friday, in fact. <laughs> On this November the 29th, Chaftet bin November. Today is Chaftet bin November. Why is November the 29th a significant day in modern Jewish history? Why is November 
the 29th, a significant day in modern Jewish history. Once you figure it out, make sure to share it with your children and grandchildren tonight at the table. Chavtet November. It actually has a, a tinge of a, a Yom Tov to it because we actually refer to it in that way, Chavtet November. Why is the 29th of November a significant day in modern Jewish history? That is the question. I hope you'll have the answer when you discuss it with your children and grandchildren um, later uh, today and tonight. I hope your uh, Thanksgiving went well. I hope your Rosh Chodesh is going well. It's Rosh Chodesh uh, Kislev. Uh, second day on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Toldos. Candle lighting in New York, 409. 409 is candle lighting in New York. 33 degrees, mostly sunny and a high 46. Partly cloudy tonight, low 32. Looks like a good Shabbos weather-wise. Mostly sunny, high 44 degrees. 66 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 33 in New York City as we say good morning at the JM and the AM. And I want to get to the brand new. Uh, I want to get to the brand new Arye Kunstler song. I just have to. Where are we here? I just have to. Uh, I just have to get there. <laughs> I just have to uh, find the song here on our computer and hit the right button. Simple as that. Uh, Malcolm Homeline will not be joining us today. Uh, we will not be presenting a weekly update later on, but the uh, executive vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of major American Jewish organizations will join us next Friday. That'll be the next weekly update. He'll join us next Friday here at the uh, JM and the AM, and we're looking forward to that already. And I certainly hope you'll uh, you'll be with us when he joins us. This is the beginning of the Arya Kunstler video. Up like a lion. It's brand new. Arye Kunstler at JM and the AM this coming Monday. Arye Kunstler visits JM and the AM this coming Monday. Make sure to be tuned in. Here he is at JM and the AM. Don't you know that you have the lion in you? Don't you know that you have the heart of a king? Don't you know that you have the power in you? To fight whatever struggle tomorrow.
J.M. in the A.M., nice job. R.E.A. Kunstler with the uh, brand-new Up Like a Lion here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, he'll be here Monday. R.E.A. Kunstler visits J.M. in the A.M. this coming Monday. Make sure to be tuned in. Hey, our friends at ArtScore will remind you there's a brand-new book out there called Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. And now that everyone's in the Black Friday mode and getting ready for Hanukkah with gifts, etc., uh, it's time to consider this gift for some of the kids in our audience. Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. If you go to the uh, artscroll.com website, you get 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code radio. Use the promo code radio at artscroll.com. Check out Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri, and you will be uh, glad you did. We've got a uh, lot of great things there at the website, artscroll.com, and uh, the brand-new one, Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri, is among them. Check it out, 15% off if you use promo code radio. And you get free shipping as well. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And um, we've got Galit Sal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Malcolm Holmline is uh, joining us next Friday. Uh, next Friday on the, what would that be, the 6th? 6th of December will be the next time he's with us here at JM and the AM. So we'll skip the weekly update today on this Black Friday, but we will get to uh, we will get to him next Friday morning here at JM and the AM, and I certainly hope you'll be tuned in. Make sure to be tuned in all day long to our network right here on NSN because we have amazing programming. Naomi Nachman coming up at 9 o'clock with Table for Two at 10 a.m., it is the uh, encore presentation of the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Keep that in mind. Today is Chavtet in November, the 29th of November. Why is that date significant in modern Jewish history? When you find out, share it with your children and grandchildren tonight, please. I beg of you. Rosh Chodesh morning at JM and the M on this Arab Shabbos. Candlelighting at 4.09 in New York. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM the M. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, שלום רב כנועם אבירם ממה שקורה עכשיו. שופט העליון ניל הנדל מתנצל בפני משפחות שכולות לאחר שכתב בפסק דין כי הוא משתתף בצער משפחת מחבל שנפטר מסרטן. הנדל ביקש להבהיר כי במקרים בהם עותר נפטר תוך כדי הדיון בעניינו, הוא נוהג להביע השתתפות בצער המשפחה. וכי לא התכוון לפגוע באיש. כתבנו לענייני משפט יובל הראל מוסיף כי פסק הדין בעתירתו של המחבל שרצח את איליה קריביץ' זיכרונו לברכה נמחק ובמקומו פורסם אחד חדש. כאלף בני אדם, רובם תלמידים, הפגינו הבוקר בדרישה להכריז על מצב חירום אקלימי. אתמול הכריז ככה הפרלמנט האירופי כחלק ממאבק בעליית הטמפרטורות. המפגינים בישראל קראו אנחנו רוצים צדק אקלימי עכשיו. היום מתקיימות הפגנות דומות ברחבי העולם. הבלק פריידי, יום הקניות האמריקני לקראת חג המולד, חל היום והישראלים רוכשים בהמוניהם. הבוקר בלבד בוצעו בישראל עסקאות בשווי של למעלה מ-440 מיליון שקלים. מנתוני חברת שווה המפעילה את מערכות התשלומים הלאומיות, עולה כי בין 11 ל-12 בבוקר בוצעו יותר מ-12,000 עסקאות רכישה בדקה העמוסה ביותר. כתבתנו לענייני צרכנות עינב קרנר מוסרת כי מדובר בעלייה של 15% בכמות העסקאות בהשוואה לשנה שעברה.
תחזית מזג האוויר בשבת יהיה נאה עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. בשבוע הבא הגשם צפוי לחזור סוף סוף ומזג האוויר יתקרר. ואלה זמני כניסת השבת פרשת תולדות. בירושלים תיכנס השבת בשעה 4, בחיפה ב-4 ו-3 דקות, בתל אביב ב-4 ו-14 דקות, ובבאר שבע תיכנס השבת ב-4 ו-18 דקות. וזמני צאת השבת בירושלים ב-5 ורבע, בחיפה ב-5 ו-14 דקות, בתל אביב ב-5 ו-16 דקות, ובבאר שבע תצא השבת ב-5 ו-18 דקות. שבת שלום לכולכם. אלה החדשות שעורכת שירה נאות. Thank you. 
Say no. I'm a who you slap, be my son, you're 
groceries Start singing without warning It's gonna be a wonderful day You know I got no patience for complaining To stop and fetch about all the bills I have to pay Cause even when there should be sunshine but it's raining My feet will dance me to the crash my anyway So man is The blessings they're coming but you keep on running just
Jam in the AM as brand new from Benny Friedman, the song that uh, you heard him discuss here on the air when he visited us last week. Uh, a brand new one that's uh, dedicated to the um, uh, to the Russian Jewish community. A song called Harasha. Uh, before that, you heard Diaspora with Shabbat Shalom, Mayor Sherman Zihia Chodesh on this Rosh Chodesh morning. And Shia Rubenstein, L'Chad Odida, open up the set here at JM and the AM. Two synagogues down in Florida have a unique event going on this coming Monday. We'll speak about it coming up in the next couple of minutes. Stay tuned, everybody. The event is called Violins of Hope, and we'll have details in just a couple of minutes right here at JM and the AM. Rosh Chodesh morning on this era of Shabbos Parshas Toldos with candle lighting in New York at 4.09. JM and the AM Friday with a reminder, if you want to support the great work, of NSN and the JM and the AM. It's very simple. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. That's where you can sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast. And uh, again, that's fjbunity.org. And we thank you for all your assistance. This coming Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. We're going to be doing a six-hour marathon of JM and the AM starting at 6 a.m. until 12 noon at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. If you're anywhere near to five towns this coming Tuesday, you want to make sure to join us uh, in uh, in Long Island and uh, and participate in that unique six hour presentation. Again, that's ten thirty nine Broadway at Got to Get a Bagel starting at six a.m. on Tuesday morning. Monday, Arye Kunstler, he's out with a brand new one. It's called Up Like a Lion. Will he'll join us here in studio at JM in the AM? We'll have it on Facebook Live as well. Uh, Monday, Arye Kunstler in studio with us. Looking forward to that. Right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Shabbat Shalom. 
Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom J.M. and the A.M. That's Kent Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, of course, and uh, he's been the <laughs> the subject of a lot of discussion here this week when Cantor Benny was in the studio because Cantor Helfgott and Avram Fried are together at Parkey Synagogue on the 7th of December, as you know. Uh, Yitzchak Fuchs before that here at J.M. and the A.M. Well, we have a couple of very special guests with us live via telephone. I want to thank, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to thank Menno Ratzker, and the Ratzker family who first made us aware of this event that's going on this coming Monday night down in Florida. This coming Monday, December the 2nd, in a concert that begins at 8 p.m., the Young Israel Congregation in the Shul of Bal Harbor present for the first time in South Florida Violins of Hope, Strings of the Holocaust. It's an extraordinary event featuring world-renowned violinist Gary Levinson, who is the Senior Principal Associate Concertmaster of the Dallas Symphony leading premier musicians playing powerful compositions from our culture and heritage during the plight in the concentration camps. Help honor the six million uh, through these one-of-a-kind restored violins from that era. Be there this coming month. We have a lot of listeners in Florida. We have a lot of people tuned in right now who know people in Florida. Let them know about Monday night. It's in the Shul Sanctuary at 9540 Collins Avenue in Surfside, Florida. 9540 Collins Avenue. In Surfside, Florida, uh, there'll be a dessert reception to follow. Reservations, you could dial 305-866-0203, 305-866-0203. And um, with us live via telephone are both Kayla Friedman, uh, who is uh, a volunteer for the event, member of the Young Israel Congregation, and one of the coordinators of the uh, of the. Um, uh, happening this coming Monday night. And uh, Gary Levinson, who's Senior Principal Associate Concertmaster of the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. Kayla, uh, good morning and welcome to you. 
Good morning. Thank you for having us. And Gary, good morning and welcome to you. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, Kayla, start <coughs> Excuse me. Start from the uh, synagogue's angle. How did you first find out about this uh, unique presentation, Strings of the Holocaust, and how did it eventually uh, get to be on the calendar down there in Florida? Well, what happened was that I'm a friend of Gary's, and he had played these violins in Israel as part of an educational program. And when he came back, he called me and said, you know, these violins, and he asked me if I knew about them, and I hadn't. He says, they've never been to South Florida. That, that's a shame with all that's happening in our country right now with anti-Semitism. How is it possible that these violins have not been in the third largest city in the country? <laughs> he said, do you think you could get a concert together? And I innocently and naively said, of course, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and this coming Monday night, everybody will enjoy it. Uh, Gary, what does it mean, one-of-a-kind restored violins from that era? Uh, where have these violins been? How have they been restored? Well, the person who does the restoration, his name is Amnon Weinstein, and he's pretty much dedicated his life to this, as his father did. So they've been restored, and they've been all over the world. Uh, when I learned about them in Israel, I think they'd come back from France. Um, they have been in various uh, cities in, in the States, but um, not in Miami. And so, I mean, they are uh, a living testament to uh, the vitality and, and the people who played them. And also, I think that if for all of us, as something that is so important that we talk about this as living history as opposed to something that happened a long time ago and learn from it um, for the next generation. What I'm aiming for here is when people hear and see these violins Monday night, they are seeing and hearing violins that have been where? S simply in Europe during that era or, or literally in the hands of, of those who were, uh, uh, who, who were uh, tortured during that era? Where, where are these violins from? The latter. Um, most of them were in concentration and in, in internment camps. Wow. Uh, but they were physically actually played uh, because the Nazis had several orchestras, uh, you know, in, in the concentration camps. So they were um, a source of hope um, in a pretty hopeless situation. So I feel like this is living history, and it, it really must be heard to really appreciate. Do you know the history of the violin that you play? Um. Do you mean the violin I will be playing on Monday or the one I play all the time? No, the one on Monday. Do you have details about its uh, origin? I have some details, yeah. It, it's, um, the thing is that, that we have several violins coming in, and so at, the, at this very moment, I actually don't know which one I will be playing. <laughs> I but I have some history, and Kayla has some history as well. I'll tell you, the, the whole concept is amazing and incredible and really a, a tremendous connection between generations. Um, the, um, the, the event on Monday, it says here is going to feature compositions from our culture and heritage during the plight in the concentration camps. Gary, that means that these tunes, these selections are what in relation to that era? Well, basically our program is, uh, by some composers that were played during the Holocaust and also some composers who have a connection with the Holocaust. So, you know, for example, one of the works that we're presenting is the theme from Schindler's List. Well, clearly John Williams, who was only born in 32, was not in the Holocaust, but this represents such an iconic work um, for that era that we included it in this program. We have a commissioned work uh, by a composer who was really, I think, one of the most important composers 
living today, and he's coming for this event. He will be at um, at the concert. Um, and then, you know, we have other Jewish composers that we are presenting, and, you know, I think this will really be a moving program. It's amazing, you know, a movie that was done in order to make sure that people remember uh, that the musical theme or score of that movie is going to be played on violins that were in the concentration camp. There's something very eerie and significant about that. Exactly. I think that we cannot overstate the weight of uh, this music that we're presenting, whether it was, in fact, played you know, at the camps or not. Uh, it's what it represents on these violins that we're really going after. Pretty amazing. Uh, Kayla, are, are people getting it down there? Are they, are they uh, understanding the significance of Monday night's event? I, I hope so. And there is room available. If people want to buy tickets, they can still call Young Israel today or Monday. And um, it will be, I think Gary is also leaving out, not only is it the weight of the history and the significance of the violins themselves, Gary has also gotten together an ensemble of musicians that are the finest in our community, mostly from the New World Symphony and Amarnet Quartet. So it will be, as well, a beautiful musical event. Uh, And I I really want to thank Gary for putting together such a first-class group of musicians, as he is world-renowned as well. So it's, people will have a beautiful opportunity on Monday night on it, many levels. It sounds amazing. Uh, by the way, Gary, um, what's the, I don't know if significance is the right word, but there has to be some feeling um, as you go into this as a, uh, as a musician, as an aficionado, uh, as a concert master, that it's being done in a synagogue sanctuary. How much does that add to the, to the uh, spirit of the event that this is being done in a shul? Well, it's really important, obviously, and I always think about the music that we're playing as well as with the instruments we're playing. Uh, Those people did not have the opportunity to go into a show. That was one of the things that was most important for them, that for them to have a Shabbat, for example, with a violin um, and play some kind of music was only at the behest of of the Nazis. And and so a lot of the time they would have to hide and and do the kind of stuff uh, that we only read about. I mean, I I was born in... Soviet Union, and uh. although not nearly as um, painful, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least for my family, as it was for those who were in the Germans in concentration camps, we too knew what it was like not to be able to worship when we wanted to. So I think that these instruments in this venue, you know, and Kayla's undying work will make for a, a really unforgettable event, and I hope that everybody comes to it of all ages. Um, it's a one-hour event. We'll be able to meet everybody afterwards. And as she said, we have first-class musicians who are going to come, come make this music come to life on these instruments. Yeah, this sounds like a, a, quite a presentation. Everybody out there, if you're in Florida this coming Monday, or if you know people down there, let them know about it. The Young Israel and the Shul of Bal Harbor present Violins of Hope, Strings of the Holocaust, an extraordinary event with world-renowned violinist Gary Levinson, who's concertmaster of the uh, Dallas Symphony. He'll be leading premier musicians playing powerful compositions from our culture and heritage during the plight and the concentration camps. These are one-of-a-kind restored violins that they're going to be playing that literally were in the camps. And it's happening this Monday night at 8 p.m. in the Shul Sanctuary at 9540 Collins Avenue in Surfside, Florida. There'll be a dessert reception afterwards. Information 305-866-0203, 305-866-0203. Zero three. Kayla, is there a synagogue website or any any other information uh, source you want to give out? 
Well, thanks for asking. No, just let them call or they can show up Monday before the event, and hopefully we'll have some seats available to share this amazing evening together. Uh, good luck to both of you. This is unique and amazing and really seems wonderful, and I thank you both for joining me this morning. Thank you. Kayla Friedman is uh, helping uh, uh, coordinate this event. Gary Levinson, Senior Principal Associate Concertmaster of the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. Monday night, 9540 Collins Avenue in Surfside, Florida. Phone number for information, 305-866-0203. But as Kayla just said, if you show up Monday night, you'll be more than invited to participate and be there uh, with this uh, incredible group of musicians. More coming up Friday morning broadcast. You are listening to JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Comes from Achenu, Bosh Shabbos, before that Regish from volume number seven, before that Chazin uh, Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott with Shibana Beis Hamikdash. Rosh Chodesh morning on a Friday, Black Friday, on this November the 29th, Chavtet in November. Why is today, November 29th, such a significant day in, a, in uh, modern Jewish history? That's the question. It's Rosh Chodesh morning, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including Alaviyavo, Half Hallel, Torah reading. Um, Musaf Barchinafshi, whatever your Nusach, whatever your custom calls for. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Toldos with candle lighting at 4.09 on this Erev Shabbos. 4.09 is candle lighting time. So the question is, what is so significant about Chavtet bin November? What is so significant about November 29th when it comes to modern Jewish history? This might be a very, very potent hint in terms of establishing the answer to that question. Ukraine, yes. Soviet Union, yes. United Kingdom, abstain. The United States, yes. The resolution of the Dutch Committee for Palestine was adopted by 33 votes, 13 against, 10 abstentions. When the UN General Assembly voted on November 29th, 1947, for the UN partition plan, actually the Karen Yesod had already been in existence for 27 years, establishing much of the national infrastructure of the Jewish state, which would later be legitimized by the UN. Some people mistakenly say that, oh, it was the UN General Assembly resolution on November 29th, 1947, that created the state of Israel. It helped legitimize what we were doing. But to create a Jewish state, you need more than just declarations and you need much more than just a UN General Assembly resolution. You need to build a national infrastructure on the ground. This is a good point in time to recall that today, when Israel's legitimacy is challenged by extremist organizations in Europe and elsewhere, Israel is actually the only state in the entire international system whose legitimacy was supported both by the League of Nations and by the United Nations. Words of Dory Gold as he's recalling and discussing November the 29th, 1947. That's right, November 29th, 1947. Make sure to discuss it with your children and grandchildren over Shabbos. 72 years ago today, UN resolution, and as you heard Dory Gold describe, it was important, the UN resolution and the passing of the resolution 181, uh, but a lot had been done in advance of that uh, to uh, get the State of Israel in place uh, for its eventual founding and establishment. 72 years ago today, Chavtet bin November, November 29th, 1947, the uh, declaration in the United Nations, or I should say the resolution in the United Nations passed, resolution UN Resolution 181, and the um, partition plan uh, went forward from there. 
of course, Israel faced the uh, War of Independence uh, immediately afterwards and declared its independence in the uh, middle part of 1948. Rosh Chodesh morning on this Arab Shabbos Parshas Toldos, Candelani at 409 in New York, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He uh, will return next week. Our next weekly update will be Friday, December the 6th. Uh, join us for that. Friday, December the 6th is the next weekly update here at the JM in the AM. It's one week from now, and it'll start at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time uh, here at JM in the AM. Meanwhile, we continue with plenty more um, on a JM in the AM Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, Black Friday. By the way, keep in mind that Aryeh Kunstler visits JM in the AM this coming Monday. He's out with the brand new album. Aryeh Kunstler visits JM in the AM this coming Monday. And then Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, a six-hour uh, fundraising marathon on Tuesday between 6 a.m. and noon at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. You'll hear the entire thing here, of course, on NSN. Join us for Giving Tuesday, and if you want to give now and get there before anybody else, so to speak. It's uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If I seem a little distant with a twinkle in my eye, there's a very special reason you will find. Today is only Tuesday and the kids learn olive base. And you know that I got Shabbos on my mind Yes, I walk against the many As they're groping in the night And I've tried to share the Torah in a rhyme And the boys are now bar mitzvah And Wednesday night is here and you know that I got Shabbos on my mind And Thursday sees a chuppah And the weather is getting cold And the Torah scroll is turning And we are growing old And the jokers and the scoffers They're running out of time And you know that I got Shabbos yeah, you know, I got Shabbos on my mind It's a Friday morning sunrise No time to mess around I'm the old man who dovin' right on time And your prayers get more sincere As old friends pass away and you know that I got Shabbos on my mind And there is no deception Cause he knows just who you are A hunger to be holy While feeling very far And the jokers and the scoffers They're running out of time And you know that I got Shabbos Yeah, you know I got Shabbos my mind It's a Friday evening sunset 
no time to mess around I'm the old man who dovin right on time And your prayers get more sincere when old friends pass away And you know that I got chubbis Yeah, you know I got chubbis You know I got chubbis on my mind
J.M. in the A.M. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. You heard Mordechai ben David with Shalom Aleichem. Eli Schwebel's Shabbos takes me home. Moshe, yes, with Shabbos on my mind. I remind you that uh, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, rejoins us next week. 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time right here, Friday at J.M. in the a.m. for the next weekly update. Uh, Rabbi Yudin is coming up at Parshas Toldos. Today is Haftep in November, November 29th, 1947, a significant date in modern Jewish history. Keep that in mind. It is Rosh Chodesh morning and candlelighting in New York is 4.09. You are listening to J.M. in the a.m. Did 
J.M. in the A.M. with the great Shlomo Kalbach, Rav Ravine, Yankee Lemmer with you, did Nefesh before that. Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us a week from today. That'll be the return of the weekly update here at J.M. in the A.M., and I certainly hope you'll be with us. Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel. Those of you who are uh, who are able to join us, this coming uh, Tuesday on Giving Tuesday, please do. It's uh, Gotta Get a Bagel in uh, Woodmere between 6 a.m. and noon. We'll be there for six consecutive hours, 6 a.m. and noon. And uh, we'd love to welcome you there. We'd love to have you part of our Giving Tuesday. So that's happening this coming Tuesday at the Gotta Get a Bagel in uh, in Woodmere. Monday, Aryeh Kunstler is in. You heard the brand new single. It's called uh, Up Like a Lion. Aryeh Kunstler comes in this coming Monday to celebrate with us. See if we can get him to uh, see if we can get him to join us um, with some live music on Monday. Listener Leia says, good Shabbos from Scranton. I'm off to work with Shabbos on my, man, on my mind. Can't wait, except for the 25 hours without Nahum Siegel. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, let's see what else. DJ Dine says, Shabbat Shalom from Hurricane Utah. That's funny. We were talking about Utah yesterday at the Thanksgiving table. Morty wants to hear some Waterbury songs. We'll see if we can accommodate that here at JM in the AM. We've got Rabbi Yudin coming up on Parsha's Toldos. Uh, candle lighting in New York is 4.09, I remind you. 4.09 is candle lighting time. Um, so keep that in mind. Trying to think what else I wanted to remind everybody about. Told you about fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Oh, don't forget that our friends at ArtScroll are encouraging everybody for good reason. To go to artscroll.com and use promo code radio. Right now, artscroll.com has the brand new uh, has the brand new Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. And um, all you gotta do is go to artscroll.com. Again, it's kids cooking with Chef Shiri. You get fifteen percent off. And free shipping if you use the uh, promo code radio. 15% off and the free shipping if you use the promo code radio. So you go to uh, artscroll.com. It's uh, Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code radio. Friday morning, Rosh Chodesh, Black Friday, Erev Shabbos, JM in the AM. Today is also Haftet November. Why is November 29th such a significant day in modern Jewish history? Make sure you know the answer when your kids and grandkids ask you that question. Candlelighting in New York at 4.09. This time each every Friday, every Erev Shabbos. With great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, uh, spiritual leader emeritus, uh, Congregation Shomri Torah of Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos is the parsha of Yitzchak. And basically, what do we have in the parsha? Number one, in the beginning, the birth of Yaakov and Esav. 
clearly brought about by the prayers of Yitzhak and Rivka, which we'll return to in a few moments. Yitzhak wants to follow in the ways of his father. And when there is a famine in the land, he attempts to leave Eretz Yisrael. Hashem stops him, forbids him from leaving the land of Israel because he is the Ola Tamima. He is that sacrifice that was brought on the altar by the Akedah. And interestingly, our rabbis look upon the ash of Yitzchak as if it is sovur, spread out on the Mizbeach on high. He stays in the land, and the Torah tells us that though there was a famine that year, farmer Yitzchak plants and he retrieves or is blessed with Hashem meya she'arim a hundredfold in a year of famine from what normally would be produced he got a hundredfold clearly showing where the bracha comes from and the Perek chapter 26 Pasuk 14 clearly shows us ein chadosh tachas Hashemesh there's nothing new under the sun, and the roots of anti-Semitism are given to us, whereby the Torah tells us the success of Yitzchak, take his name out and put in the Jew throughout world history. The success of the Jew is followed by Vayikanu Bo Plishtim, chapter 26, verse 14. And in this case here, it was the Philistines, but change it throughout world history. The non-Jew is jealous of the Jew, and what they do is they literally cut their nose to spite their face. They're willing to stop up the wells of Yitzchak because they know it's going to hurt him even though they as well are going to be hurt in the process. And finally, we find the end of the parsha of Yitzchak blessing Yaakov, according to what I heard from Rev. Aaron Salavechik Satsal many years ago. He wanted to create uh, a relationship between Esav and Yaakov, as indeed Yaakov creates later on between Yisachar and Zavulin. Zavulin would be the successful businessman supporting Yisachar, the Talmud Chacham. Yitzchak wanted that Esav would be the successful businessman supporting his brother Yaakov, the Talmud Chacham. But in this case here, the Torah shows us Mami knows best, and just like in Parshas Vayera, Hashem sides with Sarah and says to Avram, Kol, Asher Tomar Elecha Sarah, Shma Bekola, listen to Sarah. Similarly here, Hashem tells Rivka, as indeed Rivka 
tells Yaakov, when Yaakov protests, how could I go and fool my father? Rivka says, Olai, to me, it was told Binavua, as is found in Targum Unculus. I'd like, however, this morning to focus on a very sharp observation of Rabbeinu Bechaya at the beginning of the Parsha, the third verse. The Torah tells us that Vayetar Yitzchak Hashem L'Nochach Ishto that Yitzchak prays to Hashem literally opposite his wife or on behalf of his wife Ki Akorahi because she is barren, she couldn't have children. Notes the Rabbeinu Bechaya. What is the primary and what is the secondary? If the primary is that Rivka could not have children, and that's why Yitzchak prays, then the Torah should have written first, Fatihi Rivka Akura, Rivka is barren, and then Yitzchak prays together with Rivka on their behalf. The Torah doesn't say that. The Torah puts the prayer before the reason for the prayer. In order to show us, says the Rabbeinu Bachayu, that the primary factor here is the prayer. Hashem wants, as our rabbis teach us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mis'aveh L'Tfilasan Shel Tzadikim. God pines and yearns for the prayer of the righteous. And it's for that reason that they, the matriarchs, Sarah, Rivka, and Rachel, were all akoros barren, because God wants the prayer of the righteous. Now we have to try to understand what that means. It's not that God forbid He, Hashem, needs the prayer. He doesn't need the pleas and pretty pleas or the pat on the back. Just the opposite. It is man who grows through prayer, through the special relationship that prayer brings between man who is supplicating and Hashem. And therefore, the Torah tells us that the prayer is primary, and in this case here, what motivated the prayer was her being barren. And therefore, one should extrapolate from here that the different sorrows, challenges that come to each and every one of us are really the cause in order to bring about our prayer. In other words, that this is such a different approach. We would normally think that prayer is in response. What comes first? What comes first is the tzara. How do I address the tzara? By praying. And what we're being told here now is no. Hashem wants you to pray. And therefore, He sends a particular challenge 
or a particular, quote, sorrow. And the truth of the matter is, it's very, very possible that if man would only express his true thanksgiving, his true being appreciative on a daily basis. Thank God I don't have the toothache. Thank God I don't have the ingrown toenail. And thank God I don't have much more. And what I do have, and thank you, Hashem, then it's very possible that we would not have gotten the tzara in the first place. And I'll substantiate this by a most powerful medrash. The Medrash is found by Kriyas Yamsov, whereby in Bishalach the Torah tells us, Oyayay, Vinei Mitzrayim, Nosea Achareyem. Mitzrayim was in hot pursuit after Bnei Yisrael. And what do Bnei Yisrael do? Vayitzaku, Bnei Yisrael, El Hashem. The Jewish people cried out to God. Now, listen carefully. This is not the first time we cried out to God. We cried out to God, if you go back to the end of chapter 2 in Shmos, the Torah tells us over there, Vayomos Melech Mitzrayim, the king of Egypt died, Vayayonchu B'nai Yisrael Avoda, the Jewish people groaned from the hard work that was imposed upon them, Vayizaku, and they cried out. Now, this is understandable that they're crying out because of its sorrow, and then immediately thereafter comes the snare, Hashem appears to Moshe, immediately thereafter comes the ten plagues, and immediately thereafter comes Yitzias Mitzrayim, we leave Egypt. Now, what happens when we leave Egypt? The answer is silence. What does that mean? It means instead of bursting forth, and the Torah tells us that as soon as they take a step out of Egypt, wow, Oz Yashir Moshe Uvnei Yisrael, then Moshe and the Jewish people sang? No, they did not. It's quiet. So Hashem waits seven days, and guess what? It's quiet. So what does Hashem do? Hashem then brings Mitzrayim, Nosea Achareyem. Now Mitzrayim is in hot pursuit. So what do the Jewish people do? The Jewish people call out, Vayitzaku. This is exactly what Hashem was waiting for. Had you only called out in thanksgiving, He never would have brought the Tzara in the first place. This is such a powerful teaching. And the teaching is one which is so pertinent to each and every one of our personal lives. To look upon and to really believe that what Rabbi Kiva taught of whatever God does is really for the best. And indeed, Rabbi Akiva got this from his Rebbe, Nochem Ish Gamzu, who responded to everything, Gamzu Litova, it's all for the best. That the challenges bring out the best in us, our prayer, and indeed, as the Ramban teaches by the Akedah, Hashem knows that Avram is going to comply 
with his desire, Hashem's desire, to bring Yitzchak as a korban. So why was it necessary if Hashem knows? So the Ramban uses those very powerful words, Lotzi, to bring forth Mina Koach El Apoel, to actualize it, to bring forth this potential to its actualization. And so too, there is latent within all of us the greater potential for us to grow, for us to have a uh, closer, more intimate relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so oftentimes we don't realize what's really in our best interest. And so I pray that this parsha of Toldos, which shows us that the very beginning of our peoplehood, just like Avram, Avinu, and Sarah have to have their Yitzchak at a time way beyond the normal time for anybody having children to show that we are a people, Lamala Minateva, that we are beyond the norm. We are supernatural. Here too, Ele Toldos Yitzchak ben Avraham, how does the progeny, the next generation, emerge from Yitzchak, the son of Avraham, Vayetar Yitzchak Lashem, by Yitzchak praying for God. The nature of Yitzchak's children are different. A Yaakov comes out of a Yitzchak because of the intensity and the great number of prayers that Yitzchak and Rivka pray for their Yaakov. Shabbat Shalom to all. Sim
J.M. in the A.M. That's Shlomo Kalbach, of course. Uh, DJ Dine says, I wanted to thank you for putting on Rabbi Yudin. It makes my week. Thank you. GZ Settler asks if it's free shipping to Israel. No, no, no. Uh, the promo code radio gets you uh, 15% off and free shipping in the U.S. And the book is called Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. And you can check that out at artscroll.com. Yeah, sorry about that. That's only shipping to the U.S where the promo code radio gets you a free shipping. Uh, nonetheless, we certainly recommend the book, that's for sure. Looks like a great one. J.M. and A.M., good morning. Erev Shabbos, one week from now, our next weekly update. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us. Today is Haftet in November. Why is today significant in American, or I should say in uh, modern Jewish history? Yeah, the thing we're talking about did happen in America. That's true. But why is it an important date in modern Jewish history, the 29th of November? I'll give you a hint. It happened back in 1947. Make sure to discuss it with your children and grandchildren this Shabbat. Rosh Chodesh Kislev, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Erev Shabbos Parshas Toldos, 
Candle lighting 409 here in New York, 33 degrees, mostly sunny, high 46. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and 44. Looks like a good Shabbos in terms of the weather. More coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Ladies and gentlemen, during the last years of the life of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach, he always found time to perform for the counselors at Camp Hask. His legacy continues to inspire us. We remember him and we miss him. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Oh, I'm so sorry, 
Benzion Solomon with Lachad Odi, the Kalbach medley from Hask before that. Hask concert coming up. Sunday is December, right? Beginning of December, and the concert's January 12th. We're literally about six weeks away from the big Hask concert coming up in Lincoln Center. We'll talk more about it, obviously, as we get closer and closer. Erev Shabbos Parshas told us on this Rosh Chodesh morning, it's Black Friday, and it is Chavtet in November. Why is November 29th a big day in modern Jewish history is the question. Make sure you know the answer before you see your children and grandchildren over Shabbat. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, JM in the AM. Time to say good Shabbos with Journeys at JM in the AM. Spend the day together 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and Alchemsegal.com, and Alchemsegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. And that will wrap up an amazing and incredible week for us here at JM and the AM. Plenty more coming up, including Aryeh Kunstler on Monday, live in studio. Tuesday on Giving Tuesday, six-hour JM in the AM between 6 and noon. It got to get a bagel in the uh, five towns. <sighs> Sunday, it's JM Sunday with Matis starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow night, Avrami. It's uh, Avrami with Saturday Night Siegel at 9 p.m. with Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. Today, Naomi Nachman is next with an encore presentation of Table for Two. And then at 10 o'clock, Erev Shabbos Show with Mark Zomik presented by the amazing people at Kedem. Erev Shabbos Music Mix all day long, presented by the amazing people at Kedem. 1 o'clock for the uh, Harry Rothenberg video blog about Parshas Toldos. And that will wrap up an amazing and incredible week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous Shabbos. Wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Great weekend. Till Monday, Nachum Single reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.